Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, where we discuss all sorts of things Germanic heathenry related. My name is Jesse. I'm your host. Let's get into it. Well, 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 welcome back, everybody. Good to be back here. Good to see you all here again. A special thanks to you folks here on Patreon who are watching this content right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, support in this manner to keep the video podcast out and live for the world to see to whatever degree. For all of you listening on the audio platforms, if you want to catch what I do here in video format, You'll find a link in my link tree that takes you to my Patreon page. You can sign up for just a dollar a month. Um, and you don't even have to pay that dollar every month. If you get you know, to where you want to see one episode and then you know that's all you wanted to see and you don't want to continue, you can do it month to month. You can do it as frequently or infrequently as you'd like. Um, and that's the beauty of choice. You can choose whatever works best for you. But again... It's just a dollar a month, or it's just a dollar at a time, uh, to watch what I do here. And so much of what I do is, is more than just audio. You know, I share um, expression. I, I, I have videos and stuff that I oftentimes share, like I'm going to be doing today. So, you know, if you're not watching this podcast, all you'll be able to capture is the audio of the video and leave things open to your imagination. But for instance, in this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you guys uh, sort of a summary of the fire on the mountain retreat that myself my tribesmen um and other dear friends and who have now become brothers uh all embarked on in uh in the mountains of appalachia and in, in the in the blue ridge mountains of uh of north carolina um so we are going to be talking about that today or at least i'm going to be sharing with you guys kind of a summary of it um, we do have some things planned for the future to have all of the attendees of Fire on the Mountain together on one platform, at least on one uh, video. Uh, rather, is probably the best way to put it, not necessarily like a, a you know a physical platform where we're all sitting together like a panel, um, but a digital panel, a virtual panel, as it were. Um, there are plans to have at least one of that to happen. Um, got some. I got a cool idea, courtesy of my wife, who helped me think up of what I wanted to do um, with regards to this particular topic, the content, the fire in the mountain, everything about it. Um, so we're in talks of it. We're we're just making sure that the ideas are unanimously uh, agreed upon, and that we have all of the gears and and stuff in motion, and the and then all our eyes dotted and t's crossed before we announce anything official. But today, you guys are going to get. A, uh, a summary of Fire on the Mountain, which is going to include a very special video that was made by one of the attendees of Fire on the Mountain. You guys should know him by now. If you've been listening to my stuff for any length of time, you know who Sid Ryder of Inner Demon Media is. He's got the Talking with Heathens show uh, with Papa Olofsson, who helps host the Fire on the Mountain retreat. Um, and so Sid was there with all of us, and he, uh, you know, compiled this really awesome video that contains uh, photographic, like still image and video footage of, of, of the things that we did along the way. So, um, and then playing over that, you know, over that content, right, is an audio track that was captured during a drum circle that involved all of us, seven of us. You know, we... Um, we got the drum under the night sky, under the stars, and we captured some audio. Sid did, and, and so did Zeb from Skogarmore. He, uh, he, I think he might be doing something. I can't say yes or no. I probably just said too much. But anyway, we got audio <laughs> of the drum circle. And this video that you guys are going to be seeing today, for those of you here on Patreon and listening, for those of you everywhere else that are uh, listening to this on the audio platforms, what you're going to be hearing is the drum 
the results of the part of the drum circle. You know, it wasn't recorded from start to finish, um, but we got a, a really nice clip of um, what it sounds like when all of us get together and drum together. So um, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, but before we do that, I do just want to get into something real quick. As most of you know, um, November 11th was my birthday. The month of November is my birthday month. And I've had um, <clears throat> this, you know, thing where I, I have an Amazon wish list. People that send me stuff, I give you guys, you know, shouts out on my social medias while I open um, the product. And usually it's in like short form content. And I just want to say a very special thank you to everyone who's listening and watching this right now. Um, if you've contributed to that. To, to, towards my birthday month by going onto my uh, Amazon wish list and uh, picking out anything on there and sending it to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. I've got some really cool things already this month. Um, and yeah, it's it's still up there. Um, so check it out if you want. But I do want to call special attention to a gift that I got that was not from something. Well, it might be from something on my wish list, but it doesn't come via the wish list. Um, so this gift um that i've got here in my hand i haven't opened it yet i i'm i know what it is i don't know who it came from um but i've refrained from opening it yet i wanted to do it here on the podcast because who this came from uh billy mckinney you are an awesome friend and you've supported this podcast for a very long time um for any of you guys who are new to this and you're watching this this the banner that you see behind me um was a gift to me from billy mckinney um, and it's been in my long form content videos, my podcast, uh, for a very, very, very long time. Um, since almost the very beginning of my, of my channel. Um, so Billy has been a friend for, for quite some time. We've met in person. We've hung out a little bit in person. Um, and he knew that I was looking for a book. Um, and I, and he told me that he had an extra copy of it. And so Billy McKinney is also currently a, uh, chieftain tier patron on Patreon. Uh, so big shout out to Billy McKinney um, for that kind of support as well. Um, but I do I want to open this in front of everybody here on the podcast today. Um, so for again those of you listening, it's just a brown paper uh, wrapping that says "Phew, I'm stuffed with big deals." Um, if I if this is the book that I think it is, then yeah, it's a big deal. Um, so here we go, opening it now. And, uh, yep, exactly what I thought it was. And it's, it's, it's either a brand new copy or, or he took really good care of this. Um, so what I have here is the tradition of household spirits, ancestral lore and practices by Claude Le Cotu. I don't know if that's the correct, um, pronunciation of it, but Claude Le Cotu or Le Sotu, I don't know, it's French. Um, this is one of the books that, um, I've, I've gone through, I've read through, I've read excerpts out of, um, a good friend of mine, another fellow brother, Greg Strong of the Raven Moonhearth Kindred had a copy of this. He loaned it to me, um, read through most of it. Um, and this is one of those books that I always recommend to people when they look for suggestions on reading material. You know, I have a, sh a, a short laundry list of content, um, you know, sometimes it's maybe a video if, if it's hard to find uh, the, the actual physical book copy. Uh, maybe it's like an audio book or something. Um, but I have a long, long, a laundry list of of uh, source material and things that I recommend to people, ranging from all types of stuff. This is one of those books. Thank you, Billy. Thank you so much for sending me this immaculate. I mean, the, the thing just looks like it came straight out of. Like it hasn't like the pages aren't even furled, you know what I mean? So if, if this was a brand new copy, Billy, I don't know. But I mean, if it wasn't, you've had it and uh, have taken really good care of it. And I'm very, very proud to own a copy of it myself now. So thank you so much, uh, Billy McKinney. Um, so anyways, guys, um, <clears throat> what I think I'd do or what I thought I would do is I could just jump right into this, you know, podcast talking about what it, what the fire on the mountain retreat was like. Um, and then if I showed you the video after, um, it would, it would, uh, it would be, it would almost be like going in reverse. You know what I mean? I think that when the video plays for you, um, 
you'll have a visual idea of some of the things that I'm going to be talking about. And so when I talk through the story and the summary and retell it for you, you'll have those moments where you remember in your mind, I remember seeing that on that video, you know. Um, so what I thought we would do is I'll just go ahead and play the video for you now, which again was a bunch of content, uh, you know, whether it was videos or pictures that we took, you know, Sid compiled all of this stuff together, you know, so it's not all of his original content uh, spliced together into a video. It's a, it's a combination of different people's uh, photos and videos that were compiled by Sid um, together in this really awesome video. So Sid did the, the hard part. <laughs> he, he, he went into the studio, as it were, and, and put everything together on this really awesome video for us so you guys please be please be sure to follow sid on inner demon media um he's got a facebook page and a youtube channel and, and he's a really great guy um but this is what sid put together so this is about five and a half minutes of different video and audio or sorry video and photo uh from fire on the mountain with the audio of our drum circle playing and i hope you all enjoy it um and we'll be back to talk more about it when it's done enjoy
Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, you know, for for me, watching that video is like taking me back to each of the moments that you saw and remembering everything that kind of led up to those moments happening, the things that happened in those moments, and then the things that happened following those moments, you know? <clears throat> now, clearly there's, you know, five and a half minutes or so worth of, of footage that was shared is barely scratching the surface of all of the stuff that took place. A lot of things weren't documented for obvious reasons. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, there's, there's probably even more stuff that you guys will hear about in, in the near future, hopefully from the rest of us, you know, from the rest of the guys that were, that were in attendance there, um, that will add layers to the story that I'm going to tell you. <clears throat> so I think what I'll do is I'll just start from the beginning as all good stories and tales do start from the beginning. So we arrived, um, some of us arrived there, um, late Wednesday afternoon, um, and the majority of us arrived on Thursday afternoon. So that's when Thursday afternoon is when myself and my tribe um, <clears throat> and Patrick Walsh, who rode with us, arrived. And um, we got ourselves kind of settled in to our respective living arrangements for the for the duration, you know. Um, the, you saw some pictures of this like circular hut um, in, 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 in one of those. Uh, you also saw Papa sitting on a stump kind of grinding up some things, right? That, where all that stuff was, right? Where the, where the stumps were, the far out, outside fire pit, and then the hut is all in the same area. So that was kind of our home base camp um, for the retreat. And when we arrived, um, and got ourselves all settled into where our respective, you know, where we had to put our luggage, our, our ritual supplies, and all of the things that you come to something like this with, you know, um, Papa Olison and, and, and his clan, his, his tribe was very accommodating to all of us. Um, so I just want to say a very special thank you to, to Papa Olison. Um, everything was wonderful. Accommodations were the best that they could possibly be. I can't think of anything that would have made it better um and so when we arrived and, and got ourselves all settled in it was pretty much um straight to fellowshipping <laughs> you know um some of us who arrived there had never met one another in person you know so there was a lot of there was a lot of reuniting of, of friends and brothers um, but then there was also this moment to get to know people in person on a, on on that type of level you know because uh some of us have only known each other long distance through social media obviously you know sid and um well for me at least you know the only one that i hadn't met in person there was sid um but you know patrick and sid hadn't met patrick hadn't met papa or zeb uh, from skogermore <clears throat> you know so there was a lot of you know getting to meet one another and just having fellowship you know sharing in drinks um, having really delicious food. Um, there was smoked sausages and meats of, of an exotic variety. There was bison, there was reindeer, um, there was top shelf cheeses, bread, crackers, delicious beverages, you know, beers, whiskey, mead. Um, it was a feast. It was, it was a campsite feast, um, with, with some wonderful, wonderful people. And that, that arrival and that just getting a chance to sit down and relax and not having to worry about like, okay, well, what's when we start the work? When do we get into business? It was just a nice gradual segue into the way the weekend was going to start. Um, so at one point, you know, we um, we come up and, and, and meet some more um, of the, the people involved, mainly my papa's uh, wife, Sin. They, they run the Fjallvatir workshop together. You know, uh, being reacquainted with with her and the family, and just you know, uh, again, just reuniting and, and getting that done. So when we when we got all of our you know hellos and, and welcomings and stuff in, we get to feasting and and then uh, we get to talking about 
the first part of the retreat was to perform an opening ceremony and to welcome in individuals um, who have come from afar um, and give everyone a chance to have uh, their words to be heard. They can introduce themselves, speak. Um, everyone that came from my tribe had a task to do, right? Like we had speeches that we had to write or prayers or respective things. Um, and I'll get to that in just a moment. But, you know, we, we, we started off the whole thing after our fellowshipping and feasting, right? We started the, the retreat off by a land, uh, sort of land blessing, land hallowing ceremony where the previous year's Fire on the Mountain uh, ritual and, and everything that we did with Fire on the Mountain last year, the previous location that it was held was on a different part of the property than where it was held this year. So the ritual, the opening ceremony, was to carry fire from the old campsite, the old ritual site, the, whole, the old Fire on the Mountain location, carry fire from there to the new location, to the new campsite, to our new headquarters. Ritualistically, um, you know, again, re rekindling the flame from the last year and, and ritualistically carrying it forth to, to, to light our new location and it was done <clears throat> in a procession sort of way where we gather together we lit fire it was a very specific order in which things were done um, who went first <clears throat> excuse me um, you know who was in the front who was in the back um, there were very specific methods of, 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 of that you know and uh, so we get to the new you know, we get to the to, to the campsite where we were <clears throat> initially feasting and we light the fires and and then at that point it was time to really get into the ritual um headspace of things um not going to go into detail about everything about what that was because again there are certain parts of this that i'm going to omit um for reasons that need to be need to be done we need to keep certain things uh, private because this was a private and, and closed off and invite only sort of event. <clears throat> um, but what I what I feel like I'm going to be sharing is 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 sufficient because you saw footage of things and we were given permission um, by our hosts that you know when we when it's appropriate to record things when it's not appropriate to record things and anytime you see footage of things being shared here, um, it, it was done with permission already being granted to do so. So. Um, in some of the slide uh, photos that you saw, um, you saw folks. Uh, I think my, I think I had a picture in one, um, and I think, um, who else was it? Uh, might have been Ulf. Um, but there were pictures of people with, like face paint, where it was like dark paint and white paint, uh, or dark face and white paint mar with markings on it, right on their face. Um, and that was that was part of after the the, the fires were lit. Everybody um, was going to get their face blackened with charcoal. So like you saw in the beginning of that video that I shared, you saw Papa sitting on a stump and grinding something up in like a pestle and mortar. <clears throat> he was preparing the, the, the coal um, that we were going to have our faces marked with and smudged with. Literally coal from the fire that he started on Wednesday before we got there. Because Wednesday was the day that the land was blessed and the Lynn Vatir were welcomed in and altar an altar was placed. You guys saw some pictures of bowls and cups and this really pretty um, out, outdoor um, altar. That was all done before we got there on, on Thursday. So the coals from the fire that were lit Wednesday night, <clears throat> the coals from that fire were taken, um, broken down, and then added... A binder too, like whatever I forget he uses. Uh, I think he might use oil, but um. And as I'm talking and I'm taking sips of water, you guys will have to forgive me. There's <clears throat> the uh, the way the weather has been going. It's like this constant tickle in the the back of my throat. Um. So anyway, the the, the charcoal was to blacken our faces, and then um that was that was done by Zeb. He he blackened all of our faces, and then once he blackened our face with the charcoal and smudged our entire face um we were we were told to go to to papa 
who was going to paint our face with certain markings to represent the the spirit the the nature spirit the animal spirit um that was going to kind of be there with us throughout this whole retreat so the the ceremony of of you know putting shadowing our faces right darkening our faces to conceal our identity our physical form our our, our outer shell that 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 sort of uh I don't know, the homer, maybe you want to call it, that that physical form, kind of shadowing it, concealing it, and then going to, you know, the shaman to be painted in a way that the animal spirit was revealed. So, um, if you see more footage or something else pops up and you see other people's, you know, face blackened and, and, and markings on their face, you'll know what I'm talking about and, and, and what that was for. Um... Oh, I'm, I'm actually going a bit ahead of myself. So um, I mentioned earlier on, so we'll come back to this section and, and pick up from there. So I'm going to rewind a little bit. I mentioned um, early on that um, everybody in my tribe had a charge or, or a task to do, right? Um, so my Gothi had a, uh, was, was given a task to write an opening prayer um, or blessing, you know, something that falls under the category of what a spiritual leader would do um, for any such thing. So he, he had to write and, and recite <clears throat> a prayer to everyone or, or a blessing of some sort, right? My Thule, um, his name is Patrick also, not, not Patrick Walsh. Um, but he is kind of like the, uh, you know, as the Thule, one of, his, one of his tasks, one of his duties within the tribe is to kind of be that uh, speaker of law, you know? Um, and to be and to know what the tribe's laws are and to ensure that law is being held and maintained right that our thu and our laws are um, being adhered to and, and not violated so his task was to write three laws um, that we were all um, bound to for the event and he did that so he had to write and recite all three laws and he did you know and he did that and then my charge was to write a welcoming speech and take oaths um, from all attendees um, as a chieftain, right? It was, it was my job to, to write an oath that I was binding everyone to and myself to included. So, <clears throat> uh, and then lastly, uh, but not least, the uh, Patrick Walsh, who I mentioned, his, he was tasked to um, write a victory speech. And I just got to say, everybody's charge, everybody's task, um, what they were given from my tribe and, and people who came and that, that flew under our banner, under our under our staff, you know, and, and that came in with us, did a phenomenal job. Everybody was very eloquent, very well written, very well put together, very well orated, right, very well said. Um, so I'm really proud of Flurry folk um, for for being such a, a strong represented representation. Of our tribe and being able to you know be given a task take it seriously you know and deliver and and it was really great to see that and experience that um so when that happened um before this ceremony that i'm uh i think it happened before the ceremony if i'm remembering the sequence of order of things i'm pretty sure we were not painted up yet um yeah, we weren't we weren't painted up yet. So it happened before the painting of the face and, and the painting on of the spirit. Okay, so now that you know that that happened and, and what we did, that was done inside of the hut. The the, the video or the pictures that you saw of that round uh, structure, that was the hut where we all assembled, sat in a circle, right? So it wasn't like who sits at the head of the table, who sits here, where there. No, it was circular. Um, we met in a circle. Everyone were, you know, uh, equal to in that right. Um, and so then, then it was after that that we started going and doing the uh, the face painting of things. So then after our, our so, so now we got that part done. Fast forward back to the point where I left off that our faces are all painted. We all have been marked um, with these markings. And so we all retired to the to the hut <clears throat> to start in a drum circle, a drum, a drumming uh, sort of thing. 
so again, we're still we're still feasting. You know, the feasting continued on. We're 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 drinking, we're feasting, we're just really enjoying one of this company, and then we go into drumming, and that was a whole lot of fun because you know, as you can imagine, there was music sometimes being played, sometimes there wasn't. I remember one particular point in time. I think somebody I don't know who. I'll uh, when we when when hopefully we have a follow up to this episode with everybody else on this on the, on the next show. Um, Somebody will own up and tell us who it was that did it, but somebody put on DMX, <laughs> and 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 I'm like, I remember hearing, it, I'm just like, well, let's go, you know, and I'm just, you know, we all start drumming along to DMX. Um, so whoever that was, when we figure it out, you know, that that'll hopefully be revealed um, in the future episode or in a future episode, but uh, yeah. Um, all right, so we get into more stuff uh, Thursday night. Um, the rest of the stuff that uh, I'll just omit again. Um, it wasn't stuff that was shared on the video, so it won't be anything that I share now. Um, but the next morning, so Friday, the next day, um, you guys saw some pictures and video of all of us in the water, in 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 swimming trunks and uh, or or you know lounge pants or whatever. Right, we're all pretty much down to nothing but our skivvies in a sense to get wet and get cold um that was the day that we took and we did our immersion ritual so we uh we we went first to um i think it was widow widow creek falls um was that the same day might have been the night before that might have been that might have been thursday night or Thursday afternoon. But we ended up going to a spot where, um, not far from Widow Creek Falls, where, uh, you know, so uh, where we're all like swimming and jumping in the water and splashing around and sitting in the water. That was that was down the road from Widow Creek Falls. Um, don't remember the name of the exact location, but we'll, we'll get to it on the next episode that, when we talk about this stuff. But anyway, that was our immersion ritual. Um, and, you know, a lot of people... You know, if you know, you know, you know, cold water immersion, you know, ice baths and all that stuff. It has known physical health benefits. It also has really good um, benefits for for your, you know, cardiovascular health, your organs, just overall physically good for you um, to get cold like that. Um, but so much of part of what that immersion rich, you know, the, the, the immersion ceremony, the immersion into cold um was a as a, it was a, a a way of shocking your body um you know in, into that sort of hyper awareness of of things and, and, and but it also has a, has a deeper meaning for us too you know like we were all there um with one another doing it those who participated right or those who got cold and it was this there was again there was this shared experience of you know yeah this this it's definitely not easy because you know when we went and did it it was probably in the in the upper 40s air temperature um the 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 water temperature had to be probably around the same i don't know you know it wasn't like there was ice floating around on it but it was it was it was very cold you know um but you know sharing in that moment together and i and i'm going to be excited to talk to to everybody you know on this about it and, and and hear what their experience was and what it means to them but Again, that 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 feeling of of fellowship, that feeling of I'm 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 going through this ordeal with you, I'm going through this adversity with you, I'm 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 suffering in a, in a way in this moment with you, right? You're not doing this alone. You're not by yourself. You need a hand getting up or a hand getting in, right? I know on the video you guys saw, you know, arms being extended, support, literal physical support being offered to help brace. You know people's stances. Um, it's it, it's it's like an exercise of showing you that you you know we're here for one another. We're here to support one another, not let each other fall. Um, if if you need help, you've got someone there that's going to come and get you. And then if they need help, you've got other people that are coming for uh, to to aid you as well. And that was the that was the constant thing about the whole. Uh, retreat, you know, is that, um, you know, you're not doing this alone. You don't be, don't be afraid of things. Don't, don't fall victim to despair, doubt, 
or fear um, because you're not doing any of these things alone. You know, you have your tribe in this moment. You have the people near and beside you to to help you through it and to experience these things with you. You know, um, so Friday, that was uh, late morning, early afternoon, because there was some rain that came through. And then once the rain passed, um, you know, we got a dry spot and it was still over overcast, kind of cloudy, um, but it had stopped raining. That's when we went and did that. So obviously we're all soaking wet now. Um, and the plan was, as I was told at least, was to go back to the, to the, to the retreat area, um, get a, get into a dry change of clothes and then go for a short hike in this one location. I can't remember where exactly they said it was, but they were like, it's about, it's about a 40 minute drive from here. Um, but we'll, if we leave now, we'll be able to make it before, you know, be able we'll be, we'll be able to get out there, hike around. It's, it's not very long, uh, before it gets dark, you know, and then we can come back and have a really good dinner that was, uh, that sin prepared for us. So Friday afternoon was going to be a hike, come back, eat, right? Well, we get to, uh, we get into the vehicles and we're heading out there and, um, realized, um, that at one point, uh, almost five minutes away from the, no, no, it wasn't even five minutes. We had arrived in, in Lenore, Lenore, uh, North Carolina. Um, and I'm in the vehicle with, uh, with, with, with Papa Olofsson, Cindy and their, and their two kids. Um, anyway, so we, we, we get into kind of this like downtown area of Lenore main street, whatever the name, we know, probably not main street, but it's like, again, it's like a small town and we're on the main, main street. Um, <clears throat> And uh, he said, so I uh, got a confession to make. As he says, you know, we, uh, we lied to you. We're not going hiking. We're, we're actually going to uh, have some drinks here at the Moonjoy Meadery. So you guys saw some photos um, of the Moonjoy Meadery from the outside. And then a bunch of us at a table inside sitting around drinking mead. Um, and that's what we, that's what, that's what the, what the plan was all along. It wasn't, a plan was not to go <laughs> hiking at all. Um, this was like a birthday celebration for me because I had so much kindness shown to me, right? I, people were buying me uh, flights of, of mead. Uh, Patrick Walsh ended up buying me a bottle of mead. I think Zeb got me a hoodie. Um, like, just, it was so, it was such a, you know, I was definitely not mad, trust me. I wasn't like, oh, man, I wish we were going hiking. I'm like, hell yeah, this is great, you know? Um, mead in the afternoon. Right, get to meet some new folks, get to meet the people, uh, Daniel and Rebecca, who uh, who own the meadery and are are they are fantastic mead makers. Let me tell you guys, and and I'm just gonna uh, let everybody know this mead is the best mead I've ever had, and I've tried a lot of different meads, a lot of really good meads. They their mead takes the cake. They don't use any preservatives. They're flavors that they use are from all natural like when they're when their mead has like let's say strawberries in it and it says it on there that it has strawberries this that and the other like it tastes like actual strawberries not like that fake strawberry flavoring crap that's in like other stuff no it tastes like you're just biting into a strawberry anything that their mead flavors uh say uh, you you're gonna taste it um and if you're not in the lenore north carolina area uh, that's okay because you can go to their website um, and get their mead shipped to you, um, at least in the United States. I'm, I don't know exactly the, the rules and, and stuff of, of everywhere else, but um, I'm going to be linking their website in the show notes of this podcast. So um, for all you video watchers, it'll be in the description area. For you, those on the audio platform, just check the show notes of the podcast. I highly encourage you to get some of their mead. Um, they'll ship it. Um, and it's, it's probably going to be some of the best mead you've ever tasted. Um, I, w I would be willing to bet, bet that much. So I'm glad that we got a chance to do that because I've been, you know, I've had some of the Moonjoy mead before at Papa's and, um, it's, I, I really liked it, but I got to try so much more than I've ever tried before. And I'm like, yeah, this is a, this is a problem, but a good one to have. Cause I'm be like, I'm gonna be ordering some mead from you guys. Like once a month at least now so again a good problem to have um, great people Daniel and Rebecca you guys do a wonderful job 
Um, and I wish you all the best of luck continuing um, in, in your business. Um, don't stop what you're doing, please. It's, it's amazing. So we, uh, we, we stay there in Lenore. After we leave the meadery, we go down the street to this really cool antique store um, called Dead, Dead, Dead People's, Dead Person's Antiques or something like that. Anyway, they got like all kinds of cool like old uh well it's an antique store so it's got you know old stuff but also like bones and and antlers and taxidermied items and all kinds of neat stuff like that um so we we spent some time there and then we headed back to the retreat location um and had a delicious um bison meat stew that 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 cindy made um it was i was called three three sisters Three sisters too, but it had bison meat in it. Um, and it was like again, just the, the time of year that it is, and, and up in the mountains when it's kind of colder due to the elevation than it is uh, further down. Oh man, it just it hit the spot, to, you know, to be um, eating that good hearty food, right? So after dinner, um, that was Friday after dinner. Uh, we did a we did a sumble. Um, so we we feasted. We uh, did a sumble around the dining area, um, not in the hut. This was this was again this was uh, up above the campsite. Um, and so we in the dining hall there we had a we had our our feast. We had sumble, and again that's where all that mead uh, got passed around. You know, so the bottle that I ended up getting gifted to uh, from Patrick, um, I was my plans was to 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 have it and take it back home right to enjoy here in tennessee um but sumble was called right and i'm like all right well uh at one point we finished like a round or two of sumble and we still had more to go and um the, we were running out of meat so i'm like pop that bad boy and let's go so the uh, the dark horse flavor mead that i um that, that patrick walsh got me uh went into the the sumble rounds so um Friday night was was spent a lot of uh, with with drinking <laughs> and uh, and just more there was more you know ritual stuff done too you know more things that weren't uh, necessarily documented but um, they uh, they happened so fast forward right Saturday morning um, Saturday morning, I was a bit hungover. I'm not going to lie. We we had a long, we had good long rounds of sumble, um, and then afterwards there were other things. Uh, other, I had picked up a uh, whiskey and brought some whiskey up with there with me and some uh, single malt scotch, you know. Um, and so yeah, so I was I was I was I was a little bit a little bit hungover on Saturday. Not going to lie, um, but Saturday was our big hike to to Stone Mountain up Stone Mountain. So the pictures that you saw in the video, um, where Ulf is kind of like standing there with his with his arms outstretched, looking up at the sky, and Zeb is 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 kind of playing a rattle. You know that was when we reached the height or the summit of of uh, our of the trail, um, going up Stone Mountain. This is Stone Mountain, North Carolina, by the way, not Stone Mountain uh, in Georgia. Um, and so we uh, what was cool is that the we uh, it was it was everybody but one of us we were broken up into two groups. So I was with Ulf and Zeb and then Papa Patrick and Patrick, the two Patricks uh, were in the second group. Their plan or their, their, uh, their direction that they were going in was to hike up a shorter stretch of the mountain to the summit, but it was a much steeper, much more difficult path. And then Zeb, Ulf and I were going to take the uh, slightly longer, but less difficult path. Um, and, uh, so we get to, you know, we're about maybe a quarter of the way through the trail and, um, Ulf, you know, uh, admittedly he was having a tough time. Um, he had, he had been, he's been dealing with a, uh, uh, an infection on his leg from a, from a tattoo. Um, and it's, it's been causing him a lot of pain, right? Um, well, his, regular doctor checkups and said, you know, it's, it's, it's like 70%, 70 something percent healed, you know, um, you're good to do stuff, you know, just don't get it wet. Um, but from all the walking, 
the added blood flow plus some of the other things that he's got going on just his you know medical conditions and whatnot it was it was starting to tax him just a quarter of the way through the last three quarters of that hike is going up these really sharp switchbacks up up uphill you know up the mountain and uh so we get to the to the base of that before we go up and uh you know we're stopping so we'll get a breather and he's just looking up ahead of himself and he's like I, just, I don't think I can do this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. You know? So we just kind of paused there. And Zeb was great, you know, because Zeb was kind of the one leading the, the hike in a way. And he's like, he said, look, man. He said, don't worry about it. We're going to get to the top. And we're going to take as long as we need to take. We're going to take as many breaks as we need to take. We're going to stop when we need to stop. Sit down when we need to sit down. Um, and we're, but we're going to get there, um, and we're going to be there with you. You're not going to be left behind. Um, we're not going to go ahead of you and wait for you. We're going to be right here with you. And guess what? We were, um, and he made it to the top. And that 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 pose where you see him with his arms outstretched, just looking up at the sky, was it was such a powerful moment. Not only for him, right, for having not given into fear and doubt, not given into, um, you know, I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't think I can do this. Right. The easy thing to do would have been to give into that. And had it not been for his brothers beside him, he would have, he would not have gone and done that. But we encouraged him and we told him, and we reassured him that we would be right there at his side going along pace with him, being there for him, checking on him, right? And it, it was it was part of the lesson that was again continues through the uh through the retreat. And Bella agrees because you won't stop barking. Um but anyways, yeah, so he uh <laughs> he didn't give up. He got to the top and and so he felt that accomplishment, you know, and then and then all of us seeing him get there was we we had that satisfaction knowing too, like he he did it, you know, and we were there to witness it. Um not giving into fear and doubt, not allowing that uncertainty, that that worry to lose sight of the goal. And that was a lesson, that, again, that I said it was repeated throughout the retreat multiple times, but that was probably one of the most profound times that we got to see it in action, right? Because he did. He had that moment of, oh, I don't think so, man. I don't think this is going to happen. Guess what, boy? It's not an option. We, this is going to happen, but it's going to happen at your pace. You know, and I think that's another thing that is important to realize is, you know, you can encourage people to do things that they don't want to do and not be a, a jerk about it, you know, because guess what? Had we had we been different in our approach, had we been like, man, shut up, wuss, you know, man up, put your big boy panties on, you know. If we had made fun of them or if we had been like, you know, trying to make him feel guilty or bad about not wanting to do it. it. It wouldn't have gone that way. I don't think he wouldn't have, he certainly wouldn't have felt empowered, you know, to be able to do it. I think he would have, it would have, if, if he did it, it would have, it would have been a, a begrudging thing. He wouldn't have gotten the satisfaction out of it. Maybe. Um, but I just, I think, uh, you know, it, it's important to think of the, the approach that we take with people, you know, it's fine to feel like you can't do something. It's fine to think that you're not going to be able to make it. You know, it's fine to to doubt yourself and it's going to happen, but you have the ability to really dig deep and and especially when you have your people nearby, they'll be the ones to to encourage you and to and to push you lovingly. And it, and it paid off, you know. He made it to the top. You know, made it down. Sure, he felt it. Sure, it was, you know, he's like, my legs are killing me, this, that, and the other, you know. He's like, but I'm so glad that I saw this through and that I did this. You know, he learned a lesson. We all felt it, too. We all learned a lesson. It was something that we experienced together. So when we got back Friday, oh, no, sorry, Saturday, 
um, when we when we got back Saturday, um, that was when some really heavy duty ritual stuff took place. Um, none of none of that stuff will be shared. There was no, at least not by me in this kind, con- like not 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 right now at least. I'm not gonna say it'll never be shared, but I'm just gonna say that because it wasn't shared through the video, um, I'm not gonna talk about what happened Saturday night. Um, and the rituals and all that that took place, the ceremonies that took place, the lessons that took place. Profound stuff. Um, but we completed all that. We retired at various times of the night. Some people went to retire earlier than others. Um, but then Sunday was our departure day. You know, we, we, we got up, we tore down our camps, you know, respectively, packed up all of our stuff, loaded up our vehicles. Um, and, and started making the trek back to our, where we, where we, where we live, you know, um, all of the stuff that you guys saw in the video, the, 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 the views from the mountain, the, the waterfalls, the, the river immersion where we're all like, kind of like chest deep or waist deep or lower, uh, in, in frigid, frigid cold water, uh, the face painting, you know, and the music, the music that you heard, the drum beating, that's one thing I'm going to say is that that was, that was, um, that was Saturday night. Yeah, that was Saturday night because Saturday night was when we got to have some delicious uh, meat pies made, made from uh, reindeer, reindeer meat. Oh man, was it? No, it was, it was either reindeer or elk. I think it was elk. I could be wrong. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, it was, it was elk because so, reindeer meat was the sausage elk. It was elk meat that the that the meat pies were in made from. So we had dinner there um, in the feasting hall, same place we had stumble the night before. Then we all went we all went outside with different drums, and drummed under the clear starlit sky. For I don't know, I'd say it was probably about all in total, you know, maybe twenty minutes, um, fifteen twenty minutes, um. Some of the noise, some of the some of the noise, some of the music that you heard, you know, uh, the singing, the growling, the humming, the howling, you know, that was a uh, that was a magical moment, you know, just being there and and being you know being given the chance to drum together with people. Um, if you've never been a part of a drum circle, it's it's such a beautiful experience. You know, you feel so connected with uh, with one another without having to like because you don't know what you're going to be playing like you don't know the beats ahead of time it's not like all right johnny i'm going to lead off with a one two three one two three and you come in with a one one a one right nothing like that it's not it's not choreographed it's not orchestrated it's not planned out it's just what you feel you know we complement one another we, we we get in rhythm we get in line and we we follow that rhythm and we all weave ourselves into that tapestry and that's what it was about that was what it was it was a weaving of weird it was a tying of of luck and it was looking at the world through the eyes of of the ancients it was experiencing that that life that 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 ancient ancient forces of nature that is literally some of the oldest energy in the world Appalachia where we were that is that is all of that land out there is is billions and billions of years old older than the Rockies again just some of the oldest soil rock mountain air land water everything is this it's some of the oldest in the world and we were there we were there doing some incredible things and feeling some incredible ways you know for for three days three four days um and so I, I i watched this video with you guys and while you may be seeing it for the first time or it's it's been circulating on social media this week uh when sid initially um, posted it and shared it around but so this you know this may be uh, another time that you're seeing it but if you're coming on here now and you're not on those some of those other platforms Rewatch it as many times as you want. Just you know, know where it is in the episode, and just go back and watch it as many times as you want. 
Um, I know I will be. I'll be rewatching that thing for. I I downloaded it and I saved it um, myself because I'm like I want to go back and watch this as many times as I want. Might upload it on YouTube. I don't know. So if you guys are listening, watching, you subscribe to my YouTube channel. It might find a place up there that you can go back to and watch it. We'll see. Um. But yeah, so um, guys, stay tuned. Um, if you have any questions and want to know something specific, um, I would say that it would be good for you to let me know. You can comment down below. You can write into the podcast, Midgard Musings, TN at gmail.com. You can call into the podcast, leave a voicemail. That number is 615-671-9832. You can comment um, on, on a post. So you can DM me on any of my socials. Um, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or whatever, X, whatever it's called now. But yeah, if you have questions and you want to know something specific, um, please let me know when, in whatever way works best for you. Uh, because when we talk about getting everybody else on, on a sort of panel, um, again, I say I had, a, I had an idea. Actually, my wife had the idea is, is, is better to be better because she came, with, she came up with the idea. And I want to, before I announce it here to, to the world, right, I want to make sure that the idea is something that everyone is cool with and that we, we wanted to do. I'm pretty sure that it'll it'll be something that everybody's fine with doing. Um, but at the very least, expect one more episode with, with everybody on here um, and maybe something special else um, thereafter. So more to come on that. But in the meantime, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this little summary, recap, reliving of a fire on the mountain. Um, let me know if you have any questions. Um, and thank you again to my patrons on Patreon. Thank you to Billy McKinney specifically for the, for the book. Um, I think you had mentioned to me at some point that it was either a birthday or sla birthday slash Yule gift. Um, I, I couldn't wait. I knew what it was and I'm like, I got to open this now and I wanted to do it here. So I'll count it as a birthday present. I appreciate it, my man. Thank you so very much. Um, and for everybody else that's out here listening, um, check the show notes for the Linktree link that has all of the ways that you can support me. As a reminder, I am running a Yule uh, special uh, on all of my merchandise. So if you go to MidgardMusingStore.com, um, anything that you buy is 50% off when you use the code Yule23. That's Y-U-L-E-2-3 at checkout, and you get 50% off. So there's hoodies, there's t-shirts, there's hats, there's other various things. Um, now's the time to get something if you want to get it for yourself or for your friends or family. You want to get them something for Yule or you know, the holidays, what have you. Um, but all that stuff's in the link tree. Be sure to check it out. And again, thank you all so much for, for tuning into this week's episode. If you do like it, give it an upvote um, on whatever platform that you're on. Um, and until we talk to each other again, may the gods continue to notice you and may your ancestors smile upon you. <laughs>